0: On this week's episode of Devil's Trap podcast, we've got Wraiths drinking brain juice like it's grey goose. And
1: help us name Batty. Batty needs a name. Leave your name in the comments or wherever. DM Diana, call her, text her, do whatever you want to do. All Diana. Diana needs Batty's name. Seriously, Batty needs a name. Let's do this.
0: Welcome to this week's episode of Devil's Trap podcast. I'm Diana.
1: I'm Liz. Unless you're my Pilates teacher who thinks my name is Beth. <laughs> <And> <laughs> have you ever had that? Like at this point, like she's just been calling me Beth for so long that I just won't correct her.
0: Oh yeah, no. There's there's a couple. I, there's a couple names I've answered to Diane for years from certain people, and then there was somebody that called me Deanna forever.
1: Oh, Deanna. Maybe they just really like that song. I mean I like that song a lot. Is that Nick no. Cave? I don't know. I like think it is. I don't know. I'll look. I have no idea.
0: But <clears throat> anyways, that goes on the list of artists I tried to like. I just can't get into it. No, no. But it's not for everybody. So what do you do? Um more like mine, mine's more like Oh Please Stay With Me, Diana by Paul Linka. There's your reference for that. You got a Paul Anka reference in there. I, all right, I, I know. I'm proud of that. Uh, He's dead, right? I think
1: yes. so.
0: <sighs> so what
1: have you been up to? So I have been catching up on all things Halloween movies. I watched Hocus Pocus 2, hesitating mm-hmm. to say whether whether or not I was going to talk about it because they do know it is a controversial subject, but I will say Bette Midler is a goddamn national treasure. Like right up there with Dolly, right up there with Queen Latifah, not that sorry. Queen. Uh, Stop. All right. So, uh, but Bette Midler was amazing. And the fact that she is at this point in her life and she's still like that has that much energy and is that much talent. Like, yay yay bet midler so that's what i'll say about hocus pocus and you can watch it and come to your own opinion so you can't yell like throw things at me on the internet you don't want to say controversial things about pop culture if i had we'll a very strong culture? if i had a very strong opinion i would but i honestly okay. don't that's have fair. that shot i was, it you, was ex- you seem
0: to you seem like you enjoyed it and that's what matters and that's so oh, you're like I was.
1: oh oh and then also what I enjoyed this weekend was The Winchesters. So I finally sat down <laughs> and and watched oh my god it's so good. It's so good. Diana can never watch it. Well, Diana can watch it but in, in 10, 10 more 10 seasons. Past- you have 10 yeah, in <laughs> 10, 10 years 10 from 10 now years. you could watch it. No. But it was I cried, I laughed. It was great. So very excited. Lots of and I'm gonna go. I have to rewatch it because there are apparently a lot of Easter eggs within that Ooh. episode that predict how Dean is going to interact within that series. And interesting, Jensen. Yeah, was, uh, having Jensen Ackles back and just that world, that fandom, it was very, very, very touching.
0: I think we have an Instagram message with somebody asking your feedback on it. Um, Yeah. I will be having to hold off watching that uh, until we probably finish or get very close to finishing, but um, obviously it won't be.
1: There was too much in there that you would not appreciate or you could watch it and be fine. Like I believe that somebody could never have seen supernatural and and watch it. And enjoy it. But I think if you have watched the entire Supernatural series, it will make so much more sense and be that much more exciting. So I think it's very much a nod to fandom, which is a good and a bad thing, but also it was a great show. Although I did have a problem with What's Her Name, who plays Mary, just because I'm so used to her from her other TV show, uh, American Housewife where she was a teenage mm. daughter in that. So I, it's very hard for me to get out of that Cassie character she played in that. I believe her name was Cassie or something. I don't know.
0: But, You're talking about Meg Donnelly, who plays Mary yes, Campbell? Yes, Meg
1: Donnelly. That was the word I was looking for. And America's,
0: American Housewife, uh, was it Taylor that she played? Sounds right. There
1: we go. Yeah, she white girl named Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't Thank remember you, what IMDb? that
0: was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, magic Ooh. things. But the other mm. exciting thing that happened this weekend was after much long anticipation, I finally got my bat in a hat and he is so freaking cute. He is adorable. He's leather. He is hand stitched. He is from Subverse. Uh, they have an amazing website. I'm showing up this card. This is their business card. It's huge. It's like a size of a playing card and it's it delightful. Is. And their customer service is so good. Like they, the Batty came with a birth certificate, just like he was a Aww. cabbage patch doll with this blank space for the name. So, Batty is the last name. Okay. So, we have to come up with the first name for Batty. Willing hmm. to take suggestions. Open it up there. I feel like it sh- should start with a B because I like alliteration. It cannot be Bart um, or Bartholomew. That name is already okay. taken by my friend Skeleton. So we need to come up with a name for Monsieur or Madame or gender-neutral Batty. Uh, I will also say, I think this is really cool. Uh, the people who made this. So I found them at the edwardian ball back in february was that february
0: that seems um, eh, maybe sure i don't remember why not it's in spring
1: it was a while ago. And, but I saw this bat. I had to have it and I purchased it. It's just been with the way things are going. It just took a while, but their customer communication was great. Everything on that. But I think all of their clothing and everything come with this letter. And within it, they just basically say, like, they will guarantee whatever they make for life. And they're like, if it breaks because of something you did, we'll fix it for free. You ran it over with a mutant combine harvester, we'll fix it for free. You said, Set it on fire because you were messed up at Burning Man and it can't actually spin. Poi, we'll fix it for free. Although those scorch marks do look pretty badass. So, just a great company, and I just—he's just adorable. He's just the cutest thing. And the fabric on his—you keep saying of he, waist, So do
0: we need? Do we need a a male associated? Thing I there? feel
1: like I feel like Batty. It, it is like likes likes, Mr. The, likes the male. He's got some male energy on him. Yeah. Cool. We'll
0: work so on, we'll have to work that, on name B names, okay?
1: B names. So it's mm. not Britney bitch. This no, that is definitely out. So that is my my week uh, watching Spookies and trying to name my my new bat. So Thanks. what have you been up to?
0: I got a new range for my kitchen, and I now am proud owner of a double oven. I'm not trying to brag or anything. Uh, but i do have a double oven now and that's pretty hot is it? <laughs> is, what i did there oh. Is,
1: oh oh it's hot oh <laughs> bravo bravo our pens are really terrible lately and i'm not going to yeah. apologize nope. so but i think the story of how did one such as diana acquire such a sexy motherfucking
0: range so I went to this really, um, very, very nice people, really, uh, local business, um, around here that uh, is an appliance store and, um, they have multiple locations and their customer service was really good. So it's not a knock, but we went to the outlet cause I'm like, oh, maybe it's a little nicer, but it has a scratch on it. I'm good with that. You know, we're just out of the box, big whoop. I don't need a box, it's just more crap to deal with. Um, and picked out a nice one that we very much liked and got a wonderful deal on, um, good brand and all that and then it got delivered and installed but they had to come tweak the installation and they broke the glass on the oven door so they were like crap we're real sorry was there another one you liked and there was one that was a teensy bit more expensive but it had a double oven and i was like well i like that one they're like you know what no problem we'll just do an even switch It no big deal we just you know it's just no fault of yours okay fine and they show up with that one and before they get off the truck the glass got broken so now I've got, they've taken my, hauled my old one away. I've got one with broken glass in my kitchen. I've got one with broken glass on the loading truck outside. And I'm just like, WTF? <laughs> like, I don't even know. Like, I literally, they're like, do you want to come look at it? And I walked outside and I looked, I was like, that's broken glass. And I turned and walked, just walked away. So I, like, I can like... What do you do <laughs> was it Sorry. the same delivery people no it's a different different same company different people but yeah. and they were they were exceptionally nice and apologetic they cleaned everything up that was there was some broken glass in the house from the old one very fucking nice it was just like a comedy of errors and so anyway it we ended is up going, and
1: those poor guys we, and they probably hustled, like oh, they, they had so the upset. worst days like <laughs> you know so like upset. no because they're gonna get shit because they just like fucked up like they're not uh, having like, a good day. They no, are not having
0: a good day. No, bad days all around. But at least anyways. you were
1: you, you were you were not caring on them about breaking glass over your house.
0: I, I got a little like snippy because I was like when I couldn't get a call back at first, and they're like we're actually you can't get a call back because they're in the back trying to figure out if we have another one for you. I'm like okay, just tell me that then. Don't just act like you're not calling me. But anyways, um, we they had another option that was beautiful, and um, we had a few other options and upgrades even but um anyways they were able to uh deliver same day so i have an oven and a range and it's a double oven and it's got the convection and i used it to meal prep this week and it was exciting my oven door closes which is cool because oven doors are supposed to do that and they own. are yeah it's weird and then uh and it's level so when i'm like cooking some oil it's like on like an even plane instead of like all on one side it's pretty cool pretty fucking cool so yeah i'm excited about that and we watched thor uh, love and thunder this weekend finally and it was fucking great um that's so really all i've been up to honestly like, we did a bunch of stuff around the house with, like the range coming in and stuff like that but it's been pretty chill we're just counting down to um halloween but uh, so decorated a little more but then uh going to a concert this weekend and you'll see um this band 49 winchester that um is really really good out of out of southern virginia that's about it
1: good times good times all Mm -hmm. right are we ready to (sighs) talk
0: are we ready to talk about sam interrupted or not i mean are we just avoiding (sighs) it because this is season five episode 11 I know Liz has feel, feels about this episode and and I can see like, it's like, there's it's a pretty, it's a pretty uncomfortable episode in a lot of ways, but it's also like got some really fun parts and character development, I would argue. Um, but yeah. So tell me, tell me about so, the episode Liz.
1: All right. I guess, I guess I will, because that's what we're here for, I suppose. So, Sam Interrupted, which we all know is a take on Girl Interrupted, one of the movies that shaped our 90s young, blossoming bosom feelings. Yeah. This was episode 11. It first aired January 21st, 2010. So this was the comeback from winter break. Yes. Mm -hmm. So the Supernatural fans once again became a Twitter army and got the hashtag the boys are back to fourth place as the trending topic on Twitter before the episode aired. So good on you, SPN fam. Y'all are weird. So this was directed by James L. Conway, who we just saw, The Real Ghostbusters, before that Fallen Idols. And also was written by Andrew, our writing team of Andrew Dabb and Daniel Laughlin, who we have also seen recently. So we're going to start off in a place which always is great. You know, we see that it's Glenwood <laughs> Springs Psychiatric Hospital in Ketchum, Oklahoma, which, by the way, is a real town in Oklahoma. in In, in 2010, according to the census, it did have a population of 442 people booming metropolis of Ketchum. I would would argue
0: they probably don't have a huge psychiatric hospital in a town that's that size.
1: Probably not. Although you would likely recognize the set as we go through of many other places that it has been within the world. (laughs) supernatural.
0: It's been a prison. It's been a mental asylum. It's been many things. All right. Yeah. So we're starting off in the, in this hospital and we have a woman, uh, her name is Susan Fletcher talking to um, Dr. Fuller and he's, uh, she's, you know, he's looking at like her file and you see talking about a boy that died in the house fire. And he's like, you know, trying to talk to her because she won't take her meds to help her sleep. And apparently she's having nightmares real bad. And she's like, mm, yeah, there's a monster that killed my roommate. And he's like, oh, no, it's your schizophrenic. It's not really a monster. And she's like, no, no, I know what I am. I see my dead child behind you. But this that's not what this is. There's a monster in here. And that killed my roommate. And he's like, mm, no, monster's just easier to deal with than your roommate committing suicide. And so she's like, no, no, it's in the walls. It's in the walls. It's like, no, no such thing. It's in, she's like, no, it, it's a uh, we cut to her in her room at nine by herself. And this is fucking scary. I'm not gonna lie. Anyway, it is scary. Uh,
1: and, and, but before yeah. we get into like her room, just there's one, you know, one thing kind of I do you think she had, was the kid real? Like, was he a real ghost? No, like, what if Annie, like, what, like, knowing what we know. And she's seeing the ghost of her dead child. What if it actually is the ghost of her dead child? And she's not (laughs) schizophrenic.
0: And she's not. She's just seeing that. And because she's telling people she's seeing. Yeah. And they think she's
1: crazy. And that was just something I thought as I watched that. So. (laughs) So some like. (laughs) Because he looks like a real ghost. He looked like a supernatural ghost. Yeah. See. Well, there's for somebody who I think, I don't know, is, I think every month is mental health awareness month, but yeah, that's, yeah, you know, so, all right. So
0: let's go to uh,
1: being, (laughs) being in a dark room with uh, lights out.
0: Yeah. And noises in the vent. Oh yeah. And no one believes you that there's a monster in your room. Yay. And she sees, and they do it really well though, with the screws, start slowly unscrewing and she's screaming for help, and the screw falls, and the next one starts. And the nurses are like, oh, they're starting early again tonight. Um, but you saw also see, and she's screaming, help me, into a little pane of glass, and a um, patient, a man across the hall, whose name is Ted? Yeah, Ted. Ted. Um, yes, Ted. He He's watching as this all happens, and sees her get snatched backwards from the window, and Finally, a nurse goes to check on her. Finally, and she is in a pool of blood with her wrists slit. What? It's like, well, that's a depressing ass start to this.
1: Yeah. It. yeah, It's not a a bright, happy teaser. It's not. I, I, my brain just went to the goats and Thor. <laughs> I was like, it's not you know happy, screaming goats riding Ooh. across the sky.
0: All right, so. Now we've got Sam and Dean in the doctor's office, and the doctor has uh, some files. He's reviewing. He does, <clears throat> and in his files is for a,
1: a Mr. Edward Van Halen.
0: Yeah, That's an interesting name, huh? And they they were referred to um, Doctor Fuller by Doctor Babar, not to be mistaken for the elephant in the children's books.
1: Yep, and that I is I love the bar. I
0: remember that. Yep.
1: <laughs> and this is this exchange is also a Fletch reference. So, how many times do you get to reference Fletch? I also don't remember the last time I watched Fletch. And I'm not sure if I want to rewatch it. I think I may want to leave Fletch in the past. So, I don't know if I've ever watched Fletch. You've never watched. Okay. You have to watch Fletch. Like, I cannot rewatch it because I have watched it, and that is part of comedic right. history. So, I think there are a lot of things throughout TV and movies that would probably make a lot of sense if you watch Fletch. However, I've seen it once and I don't have to see it again. Okay. Noted. Noted. So, <sighs> they are telling them what their problems are.
0: Right. And Sam's telling the. Truth basically, like I'm depressed because I started the apocalypse. <laughs> Which I mean, yeah, okay, not wrong. Um, and uh, I killed Lilith, freed Lucifer from hell. I'm trying to stop it with the help, help of Dean and an angel. He's like, Oh, an angel on your shoulder. He's like, No, no, no this one wears a trench coat. It's pretty funny. Um, but and then Dean's kind of contributing, like, Yeah, it wasn't really Sam's fault. Ruby got him addicted to demon blood, he wasn't evil, just high. And it also starts off in
1: this really great way where at first you think that Dean is playing like, Oh, Dean is committing Sam. Yeah. And he and does play. It's it's like, see, you're just like, see, like what's happening. Like, Oh yeah. You know, he's like mm-hmm. completely mad. It's not his fault that he started the apocalypse. He was just high, which I also yeah. think is the best explanation for Sam and Ruby yeah. and demon blood. He was just high. He was just high. all. You know?
0: And uh so yeah, the uh, doctor decides that uh they both need to be under observation for a few days.
1: Oh mm. so they're they're getting a nice a nice vacation in mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. lovely
0: motel Glenwood Springs Psychiatric Hospital. Yes. And uh yeah, they've got what is it, uh nurse foreman looking after them. And, so and she, um yeah. mm-hmm.
1: they go and, and she get their Yeah, yeah, they go in and they do their intake um, as you intake into a hospital or apparently a prison. They get very thoroughly, thoroughly examined. And it did occur to me, like, which is really silly, that it wasn't until after Dean said your Silkwood shower that they... I just thought that, that she was getting, you know, they were getting their prostate checked. And then yeah. I realized like, Oh wait, they're going into a facility and they're probably getting their butt checked for drugs, which is a much uh. more thorough search than getting just your uh. nickered. Also oddly enough now that they are saying that you don't really need to get that done anymore. I learned that from my, my middle-aged male friends last week huh. or two weeks ago. Yeah. Mm. Apparently like, most, most modern doctors think that's a bullshit test that doesn't actually do anything. So, dear gentlemen listeners, if you're at the doctor and they put a finger in your butt, that's not supposed to happen anymore.
0: Well, maybe it's it's not that it's not supposed to. It's not necessary.
1: About <laughs> that. No, I don't think it's
0: supposed to. I don't know. I don't know. It's. I thought. I feel like. I feel like. I feel like uh, when you get to that age where you're doing a colonoscopy, that that probably gives a lot more information. Yeah. Well, they're also showing the
1: colonoscopies are, are that one's also come out this week too, that we don't need colonoscopies. And as much as they say we do, but damn, you for hmm. not, not taking away that twilight nap. Fuck you. Like, no, I, I want to be put out to sleep for that much. Anyways. All right. Enough about <gasps> butts.
0: So we
1: are ta- Sam and Dean are talking about, the reason that there that that they're there and it's their friend martin
0: right it was one of dad's friends who was a well respected hunter until something happened in albuquerque so um and uh, sam calls dean out though for being kind of snippy and not processing his grief about ellen and joe and dean references his way of processing any emotion which is you just keep holding that in
1: yes watch me keep it inside sam that's what you do this is how you live you shove this all
0: down deep inside Woohoo! Mm-hmm. so healthy um so, so Martin healthy. recognizes them though across the common room and um he's like hey you know there's definitely something going on here but i can't i can't handle a case anymore i don't know what it is but there's been five deaths they aren't suicide and, uh, but there, ha- and there've been some glimpses of this monster, but don't really know what it is. And Sam's like, well, have you examined the bodies? And he's like, uh, yeah, no, I, I can't go around bodies anymore. <laughs> Martin is not down with that. Um, but
1: good for so- setting boundaries, Martin. At least you oh. have recognized that, Hey, I, oh, this is not good for my mental health. I am not looking at dead bodies anymore. That is yeah. why I called you
0: large boys. Right, and then uh, they get pulled for group session. So Sam and Martin <clears throat> get taken by Doctor Fuller to group session, um, because apparently the brothers are too codependent. So Dean gets left behind to go to the different group session,
1: which is a very astute observation of the psychiatrist. Just very. Quickly, hey, yeah. your relationship is dangerously codependent. You need some time mm-hmm. apart. Not wrong, yeah. Doctor not wrong
0: and yeah and at group ted pipes up real fast and he wants to talk about the monster that pulled susan that killed susan and um doctor's just like uh no that's not for group we're not talking about it and uh, he's like no but i saw it and he's about to describe it and then some other patients says they saw it too and start describing something like with lobster claws and alien eyes and ted gets very frustrated
1: He does and he has to yell stop helping and I don't know how many times in my life I just want to yell stop helping helping. like if you think you're helping somebody why don't you think twice about that do they need
0: your help maybe make sure they need it or want it
1: make sure it's oriented
0: Um, otherwise stop helping but while we're we cut back to good old Dean's in the common room still and a very a very pretty brunette lady um approaches him and calls him Eddie and apparently this is Dr. Erica Cartwright. Um and uh she um it's going to be the one apparently meeting with Dean about his issues which include him being a paranoid schizophrenic with narcissistic personality disorder and religious psychosis. That seems
1: like an apt diagnosis. Perhaps not the paranoid schizophrenic, but definitely narcissistic personality
0: disorder with a religious psychosis. Nailed it. Yeah. And so they agree to, like, kind of ask questions back and forth. So she's asking about his sleep. Motherfucker gets three to four hours every few nights.
1: <laughs> yeah, he does.
0: I be real tired.
1: Yep. And he also does has about 50 drinks a week. And he's never been in a long term relationship. And then she wants to talk about his father. And that's where Dean draws the line.
0: Yeah. But in the midst of this, he's asking her questions about black smoke, sulfur, and cold spots. Which isn't helping him in his case. So uh, we cut to the brothers walking down the hall after this. And Dean looks distraught and tells Sam that he was thraped. So the word is T-H-R-A-P-E-D. And uh, apparently this is a, a deanism. It is a quote, according to Urban Dictionary, having therapy forced upon you by a shrink unexpectedly. And it immediately references Dean in Supernatural saying this. So it is a deanism that was then entered into Urban Dictionary, apparently. And what does Liz think about that?
1: it's a deanism sure is that's about what i think so anyhow so Mm -hmm. they make plans to meet up within an hour to talk with the guy
0: who saw the monster ted but then this girl comes up yeah and uh just makes out with dean her name is wendy and she walks away And then Sam has to tell Dean,
1: no, you You cannot cannot. hit that. And I love the fact that this has to be said out loud. No, Dean, you cannot have sex with a traumatized girl in the mental facility.
0: That you're in under false, especially that you're in under false pretenses. Yes. There's
1: a whole other thing about like relationships between patients. That's not the point because you're not a patient. You're just a dude there.
0: You're a dude yeah. there,
1: you're a hunter, you're you're a pro you're on a p- professional with many air quotes. But yeah. That's just it's not it's uh, not cool, man. Not cool.
0: Not cool. So um, nighttime, they've got a small window where they can go um, try to figure out what's going on in, in in the hospital while the nurses are on their rounds. So they go to Ted's room. And as they're running up, of course, there's freaking yelling and kicking in there. So Sam's very slowly picks the lock. And Ted's already hung himself.
1: Womp womp.
0: So Ted's dead.
1: Ted's dead. Ted's dead. Now we go down to why does the psychiatric hospital have a morgue? Eh?
0: Maybe it was attached to a larger hospital. I don't know. That's kind of concerning. They wouldn't really need that. That would be transportation. Like, you
1: us. shouldn't, like, have this full on. Shouldn't like, if you're a good one? mental hospital, yeah. like, you we probably shouldn't need this. I mean, granted, I know, like, mm-hmm. there have passed hospitals where I do know they were morgues because, but they were good hospitals Yeah. <laughs> or good psychiatric hospitals, not like, you know, regular hospitals have morgues, but you know what I mean? Yes. So... Okay, so, but also Ted has been processed super fast through whatever is going on. So, pretty much, they just, Ted dies and they throw him in a, in a work drawer.
0: What's the word yeah, for those? that's what I think that's what they're called. A body drawer? I don't know. Work drawer. Huh. Yeah. And, uh, they find, though, that there's like a small, like, hole behind, like, on his head. Like, and so they stick, really I called it, it a neck sphincter. It. A neck sphincter? Oh my gosh! It's like has, the
1: base It of looks like skull it's ish. sucking. It's just like it looked like a little sphincter, and then it like oh and then he pushed his little his little stick in tip. there. And <laughs> he just like just like shoved it all down. It, it was so gross. It just kept going. Well, I guess it was going up. Sorry, If you're watching on YouTube. I'm actually doing not watching YouTube. Ugh. I'm actually pointing up in my my throat, but yeah, yeah, it that was not really?
0: pleasant. No. The,
1: and they no next finters.
0: So they need to take out the bone saw and cut the top of his head off and find out what, what the fuck's going on in his head. So Dean has to go take watch.
1: They don't um, decide that. Sam is just right on this. He's like, oh no, we gotta find out what they wanted with this head. I guess I'm just <laughs> gonna take this skull
0: off. La-la. Yeah, and apparently um his brain is looks like a giant prune. It's like a little shrunken, shriveled, dark thing
1: it was just because it's been such dry.
0: yeah but dean hears someone coming and so they have to put ted back together real fast and right as they finish doing that the uh, nurse foreman walks in and asks what they're doing so what does dean do it's one of i think it's i think it's the scene that i've been teased on for like years of like watching this and i finally get to see this scene and liz's shirt pays homage to this today Drops Drops trout, puts his hands in the air and yells pudding. Jiggling himself around. Which had to be a sight, I'm just saying.
1: And I mean So yeah, so pudding. But I'll do it too. Pudding. Oh wait, we're actually going together. I guess. Pudding! Pudding. Yeah. But it does, I do kind of question, and partially this is because of Eliza Schlesinger's new Netflix special. When he's doing his arms are waving in the air, was he commando? And like, was his dick swinging around?
0: Like, was he helicoptering? Because I kind
1: of think he was like, was, because it kind of looks like his bottom body is just like shaking around. And I kind of wonder if he was swinging his dick.
0: I mean, I think that was implied.
1: Okay. I'm glad I'm not the only person who thought that. And also as part of supernatural legend or whatever you want to say. So pudding became a thing to say on set. I believe when things were just, things went fucked up or something. Like people in the set are like, that's, you know, just go pudding. Yeah. I will okay. find the better explanation of that and tell you later. But there was something. Something happens when people say pudding. Okay. Anyways. I like it. So we're going to cut to some very disturbing paintings.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Apparently uh, Martin's artsy hobby is uh, painting creepy fucking clowns. Yeah. That's what he does. So um, and Dean calls him calls him out on it, but he tries to soften the blow a little bit. Uh, but yeah, and they're talking about a monster that sucks the the brain dry and then makes death look like a suicide. Martin thinks it's a wraith. Okay, they uh they drink drink brain juice. brain uh, juice, brain juice. You wanna they, say that again?
1: Brain
0: brain juice? juice, brain juice. Um, now drinking throat juice like it's gray goose is stuck in my head. But anyways. <laughs> but uh, they can't touch silver, and but they can disguise as humans, and a mirror will show their true form. So there we go.
1: So that is Martin's explanation. Do you? So the drawing, though, this is one thing that I was unclear of. Did was that a book he pulled that out, or did he already? Where did that drawing of the race come from? I was unclear. Yes, i thought that was okay that's i think that was a misstep because i wasn't sure if it was like martin had like a research journal or if it was a mental patient had seen it and drew it and that's why he was like oh it's a race but let's yeah, i don't know let's talk about let's talk about race let's go into some lore lore sure. In my head, I actually just waited for the count of like the song of like Dave (laughs) saying like, but I don't have to wait for that because that's actually what. So time is weird, and so we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. race, aka the emo ghost. So I hated researching this and why because race can mean a lot of things. A wraith can mean the exact likeness of a living person seen usually before death as an apparition. It can mean mm. a ghost or a specter. Not the homicidal maniac Phil Specter, but like a, you, know, smooth specter. Or it can also mean something with an insubstantial form or that is barely visible like like smoke, right? Like, like the of smoke. That can be a wraith, apparently. And... Okay. Then there are just some, some things that are called race, but sometimes they're called other things. So there is the Nordic. I, I'm just assuming that's how you say that. And, but in that translates to watcher or the warden wraith. And okay. these, this is like a, so if, Probably in new Asgard, since you just watched the new Thor and new Asgard, they would assume like you would have a war that is with you from your birth until your death, kind of like a guardian angel. So they can like warn you about things. And those are not malevolent. There is also one called, oh man, I've been like, ever since I wrote this down, I was not sure if I, let's see if I can get this thing out. All right. So there is a wraith called a parasitic nope, coco-demon. Yeah, I'm a grown-up. I can say coco demon. Sure can. That is spelled C-A-C-O-D-E-M-O-N. And so we kind of talked, touched on this when we talked about gins. These are the entities that like to hang out in the empty spaces. So that could be like your basement or a graveyard or that vortex behind your door that the cat likes to look at. They can be there or the dog or where the dog is also looking. So faith also, when she goes, so Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they like to hang out there and really though, what they want to do is they want to possess a person and but they don't really seem to do much when they possess you. Like they just like kind of like Just away. hang
0: out. They, they just want to go for out. a ride.
1: Yeah, and there's people who like don't even know they're possessed. Like they just like they're just there. It's just parasite mooching off their energy. I think eventually you're supposed to like get sick and die. Like so I guess Maybe equivalent to like a Colin Robinson suck off, but from the inside. I'll say it's like an internal, an internal Colin. Robinson. Your internal Colin Robinson, and <sighs> the only thing though is like so they have like these limited powers, and so if it's inside of you, sometimes you can get demonic powers. I'm really not seeing the downfall in this. I mean, maybe if they suck your life force away, but. The other do you thing have demonic that demonic
0: powers until they do because I mean I don't know some things are worth a trade.
1: Eh, I mean, really, like I need to know what the powers are, how long they last. Like there, there needs to be some negotiation here. You can't Correct. just like silently possess me. We need to talk first, yeah, okay? No. Mm-hmm. So, and the other thing to be cognizant of, you know, if you are possessed and you either get someone pregnant or you get pregnant and you live in a state like Texas and you have to have a baby, then your baby will be a blood child because their soul will have melded with the demon. So like if the demon's like inside of you and then you get inside of someone or they get inside of you and then you make a baby, then like part of the demon like comes out and then like melds with your baby and then your baby's part demon.
0: Hmm. I'd like to see the biology on this.
1: <laughs> I'm just oh, and I just have this flashback processing. to, like, freshman processing. biology of, like, watching, like, mitosis or the fuck happens. Anyway, so there yeah. is also one called the Grudge Wraith. Not oh, like no. Sarah, not like the movie one, but this is basically okay. a ghost who has unfinished- yeah, this is like a ghost who has unfinished business with someone and at, but then they die. So they just like follow this other person around, being like, Nancy, why didn't you give me back my paper clip, Nancy? Or something like that. And so they just follow them around and they try and take their soul. And it's so Gimme my, stapler. Like, just give me my stapler, Nancy. What the fuck? Like what you said, you were just gonna borrow it. Like I had to get these forms out. Oh. So they they wander like basically the idea is i can get into you and i can take your soul and then you have to wander around eternity too because though i'm not the only like we're both like wandering around through eternity and they don't say like what they do with the soul like do they like do they eat it i mean what does the soul taste like you need to hang out you have to hang out with them then the next one we talk about, yes, this one, I'm not sure. I think you're just wandering, but you're both wandering, so you might as well, right? But yeah. I'm
0: like, well, so I, I hated this person, and now I'm stuck for eternity. Or no, I didn't hate them. I had unfinished business, I was mad at them for something. I had a grudge, and now I got to fucking hang out with them for eternity. That flows. Well,
1: and then eventually, I think you just become frenemies, right? That's going to happen. Right. Because
0: I mean, you you're going to
1: be like, you're stuck together. This is the wrong. Yeah. This is... This is the romantic comedy or the friend thing that just hasn't <laughs> happened yet. This is the next one that's gonna be there. You're just I, I wanted to punish you, but now we're besties.
0: So Because we're stuck here together.
1: Yeah. So cause like so those go along the the main like the main type of race, I think. I don't even know yeah. anymore because there's so many different things and I can't tell which are the main ones. So these main ones are, well, we're just gonna call them the soul stealers, right? So mm. These wraiths have no soul. So they're full of despair and rage and maybe a liking for nickelback. Just not you. They're just very, very unhappy. And because they're so unhappy and just so angry, they want others to feel like them. So they try and spread the rage, which I, I did call them the emo ghost. I'm just like, they're just full of like, Ugh. but it's more kind of black metal, death metal-y, I think yeah and, and some race like have been known like they can like they're so powerful that they can take the will to live an entire village so it's just like this dude named like mm. you know kevin or something i Kevin. let's go what are we call him? peter so peter comes into this village this is like he's such a bummer that everyone in the village is like
0: <laughs> is i want to kill myself health? fuck <laughs> that's man. pretty like yeah that's yeah something
1: here's a bummer right so and many of these race are just pissed off at their race in the first place they're just like even though like they brought themselves to this point cuz i think this is a very interesting thing about race is that okay. they're not something that's born they're something that you become and Typically, one becomes one of these rays by fucking with the laws of nature. So you fuck with Mother Nature, and then it bites you in the ass. And so people who do this, like they may have tried to manipulate time. They may have practiced necromancy. Don't. Mm They may have tried to live forever or at least longer than they were supposed to. So like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do some alchemy and like make things up and like try and make myself live forever. Or you tried to bring someone else back to life with potions or spells. So it's kind of this idea that magic has consequences and get them fucked up. And now you're at this point. I am inferring from what I read that they had to die while doing that. Right.
0: Okay. Like yeah, not that'd be like my it's, like, like, as well.
1: Like not that you have to wait, like, oh no, like I raised my dog to the dead. For, yeah, fifty
0: and then, years like, f- ago. Yeah, the, like, then like, like I died oh, in shit. Causes.
1: Then I would be like pissed off too. It's like, what the fuck, man? Like I was it was different. It was, you know, it was the seventies. We all like were just doing a little bit of like acid and we just were trying to raise the dead like you do, man. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Yeah, we're raised forever for eternity. So it's bullshit right so that's what you know to be a soulless undead you have to be dead and i'm assuming that is what has happened right but they do get a good fashion accessory because mostly the common theme of their appearance is a black coat cloak so they are seen like as a dark entity with a black coat cloak i don't want to say coat but cloak and bone skinny arms and legs and the faith is face not faith face is either like a skeleton or just a black hole. So think mm-hmm. Dementor. Yeah.
0: Very dementory.
1: Very, very dementory. And if you run into a wraith like these, apparently they can just touch you and take your soul. Just by touching yeah. you. Yeah, you know, right. And so but once they take your soul, then you're doomed to wander the earth with them. So I think they are looking for friends. Like I think that's yeah. just and they're, like, like, yeah, <laughs> they're just like friends via
0: entrapment.
1: Yeah, they're just like man. And I, I, hopefully they're choosing wisely. They're not just like running amok and being like that. And then you're like stuck with Dennis. And just like oh, oh fuck, man! I, now I gotta out with Dennis them. for like eternity. And you, you can't kill them, but you can't. So oh. apparently, because they're evil. They are very uh, much afraid of anything that is holy. So like a holy person or okay. a holy weapon. So maybe like have a priest bless something and they're like, oh, this is my knife," And they're like, oh, die, Wraith, die. But you have to be very, very careful. Because hmm. if you try and kill a Wraith and you don't do it right, it can take its yeah. rage out on the whole world. Oh. So maybe that happened. I don't know. It could have. It could have. That's not good. That's not good. So if you're going to kill a wraith, make sure you do it right. Make Mm -hmm. sure that you didn't just get that that holy weapon off of Amazon. All right. And so one last (sighs) thing, because I knew this very death metal sounding thing, this thing that's full of despair and hatred and rage there has to be a metal band named Wraith, right? So I went to my handy dandy encyclopedia, Metalum, a.k.a. The Metal Archives. And I learned of the Indiana band Wraith, whose genres are black and speed, thrash metal, and punk. And their lyr- lyrical themes include religion, war, violence, and death. You can find them on Redefining Darkness Records, but make sure you aren't confusing them with the Wraith, the heavy power metal band from Hartford, Connecticut, Wraith, the black and death metal band from Cersei, Arkansas. There's an Arkansas death metal band. Yeah, of course there is. Wraith, the black metal band from Atlanta, Georgia, or Wraith, the hard rock heavy metal band from San Pablo, California, formed in the 80s with Dennis Manzo. And frankly, there's probably more pants
0: to Wraith. Probably,
1: probably. But the main one apparently is the wraith from Indiana. So good on you guys. I see you're still touring.
0: Rock on. All right, nice. Race, wraiths. wraiths. Huh. All right. They're creepy.
1: Um, they they are creepy. But I also like thinking of them as dementors.
0: Yeah, I kind of like that too. It's kind of as
1: opposed concept. to kind of this, because I
0: also have yeah, problems with this concept so it's real weird it yeah is. so uh dean's trying to watch all the people in the hospital in a security mirror uh he's smart, in the room, right? which, is, which is smart like okay well if they show their true face in the mirror i'm just going to stand at an, a convenient angle where i can see the curvy the curved you know security mirror and see everybody walk by and see a bunch of faces at once um and um the dr cartwright comes up again and she's uh she does not look like a wraith because obviously that's the first guess. You're like, oh shit, here she comes. She's me a fucking wraith. No, she's not. Uh, at least that's what I thought. But, and she's, you know, asking what he's doing and he's like, you know, trying to, she's like, why is this your responsibility? And he's like, I can't find someone else that's dumb. That That's, I can't find someone else that dumb. It's my job. And she's like, well, is it like a quota of how many people you have to save? And he's like, it's a biblical apocalypse and I have to stop it. And she kind of points out this is a really crushing weight to carry on his shoulders to hold six billion lives. And um asks how he's able to get up in the morning.
1: Yeah, and he also makes the point that if he doesn't do this, nobody else will. And I think yeah. a lot I think just on a human level, besides supernatural, I think most people who have been in, in stressful circumstances can certainly relate to that, right? It's just this idea that, well, if no one else is going to do this, like I'm going to have to, but yeah. in Dean's case, it's the entire world. And that's a, a really lot of hard things to have on your shoulders.
0: Absolutely. For sure. Um, and I think it's kind of him kind of, he's answering, but you feel like he's also taking in some of what she's saying. um, And then Dr. Fuller walks by and he's a Wraith. His face is gross. Oh, no. So, shit. Now we think it's Dr. Fuller. All right. It's nighttime and we got our brothers. They've got Martin. They're going to get they got one thing of silver and they're going to go try to get the doctor. And then Wendy comes up.
1: And Dean's like, oh, no. Oh, no, ma'am. No, I don't have time for you today. And she's like, that's fine. Uh-huh. And she just shoves Sam up against the wall.
0: <laughs> I want him now. He's larger.
1: <laughs> Not wrong. Not wrong. He he is larger. He is. God. He is. And so. Oh. But she goes off and they tell Martin he has to help and he freaks out. And Sam like, says, yeah, I, I know he's like, but we know what happened in Albuquerque. And I was really mad at this episode again, because then I had to type Albuquerque again. And do you know how hard it is to type fucking Albuquerque? It's a
0: very difficult word.
1: How the hell do you people live in the city? Like, how do you do, you, do you write this every day? Like, how do you, they abbreviate it? You know, they have to, abbreviate they it. have to, they have to. There's like, that word is stupid. Sorry. Go on.
0: So yeah, Martin's like nah, and he leaves because he can't. He can't do it. But um, our brother, the brothers go to. They're on the hunt for Doctor Fuller though because they are convinced that he's the wraith, and they've got the stabby one stabby item, and they're gonna find him. And he's not in his office, but his keys are still there, so they know he's in the building, and so they split up, and uh, because they always split up. Anyway, yep. and I think and, they also
1: they have they have multiple stabby items. Oh, each do
0: of they have each them? So
1: they went to all the nurses' office and raided all the letter openers because somehow they determined they were silver plated. Yeah.
0: Woo. Well, Sam decides to slash at the doctor and gets immediately grabbed by orderlies. He fights them off. And he's chasing the doctor. He tackles him. He's about to kill him. He's bleed. The doctor's bleeding. And the orderlies are freaking out because he just kicked their fucking asses. And right then, Martin shows back up and points out that the cut on the doctor is not burning him. So he is not a wraith. Uh-oh. Oh. Oops. No. Ipsies. It's not if you are being kept for observation in a mental hospital... And you violently attack your doctor and beat up two orderlies it's not good yeah yep
1: yep although i could say like at least if i was evaluating a patient i was like well at least his his fighting was was clean he was just he very professionally kicked their asses and those orderlies (laughs) like maybe y'all shouldn't i mean guess you're orderlies and not security guards right but he knocked the fuck out of them. Yeah. It was it was a good fight scene. I thought it was good Kurio. So, but yes. Yeah, Sam so, gets
0: real fucked up.
1: He does. He gets the <laughs> best drugs. They are so great that he calls them Spectacular.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Dean says, yeah, you always were a happy drunk. Um, and, uh, yeah, Dean's like, so they're talking about, like, Dean's like, no, I'm not crazy. Maybe, um, you know, I, we got to figure out who the Wraith is, but and then Dean's like, well, maybe maybe I'm a little crazy, and I finally cracked, but we're going to find who this is. And so. then Sam boops him on the nose. He gets a boop. boop. I like the boop. So, um, we got to Dean and, um, Dr. Cartwright approaches and is like, Hey, you missed our session. And he's like, I'm working the case. Sorry. Um, I'm saving lives. And she's like, I'm not worried about my life. And he's like, no, no, I'm fine. She's like, no, I, I don't think you are. You've got too much pressure and guilt and he's, "Again, you can't save everybody. And then she says, hell these days you can't save anybody. Dean. What? Who is
1: this bitch? And all of a sudden it's turn and then we know she's evil because
0: she monologues. Yeah, that's how we know. The evil monologue is the dead giveaway. He got it says she got Ellen and Joe killed. Uh he shot Lucifer but couldn't gank him. Uh he's the one that broke the first seal and he, but he's just a failure. Dean with his GED to give him hell attitude. He actually thought he was going to be able to eat, beat the devil with that. Ah! <gasps> Damn!
1: Woo! Right, now is GED, that's harsh, man. Yeah. Don't no shame that GED. Took so work. he's
0: asking who she is, and she doesn't answer, but an orderly down the hall is watching this and tells him he needs to settle down a couple of times. <gasps> and then we see from the orderly's point of view there nobody's standing where dr cartwright is she's not there fuck so dean looks real fucking crazy yeah real fucking crazy yep yep yep
1: and nope 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 and this is why i do not like this episode i do not like the how do you know if your reality is reality shit it's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. almost as bad as time travel mm-hmm. don't like it don't like this premise uh-uh mm-hmm. because he just travel. it's it's uh, i think actually i may hate Different. i i hate this more i hate this more than i hate time travel because okay. this is okay. a more realistic situation this is a legitimate fear <laughs> that okay. we are living in a simulation or some other crap you know whatever and that okay. you're crazy and don't know it right that's to me like it's it's definitely a theme that has been explored since the beginning of time yeah still don't like it nope nope and he also just starts seeing race everywhere so now he doesn't even know like i can't trust myself i can't trust anything that's not good and And he
0: just starts shaking in a corner yeah it's very sad i drew a sad face very sad all right, so we've got, um, we cut to Sam, who, um, Dr. Fuller visits him, and Sam does an apology. He says he thought he was a monster, but he's had a moment of clarity, and there is no such thing as monsters, and the doctor tells him that monster, living in monsters is the least of his problems, that he is, you know, you, his anger issues, he was attacking like a man possessed, and it just, like, it was, it's very concerning how he fought off those orderlies, and almost killed the doctor
1: so this is also why i do not like this episode was that dr real this one yes i thought he
0: was dr fuller
1: or is this not of a hallucination of sam's oh i thought it
0: was part was real
1: I don't know. That's the thing is, like, I just don't know. Like, this doesn't know it's real. But because, like, his hallucinations have already started. And so we mm. start seeing him go down this path of basically where Sam's hell, that this thing is driving him to is that he is full of anger and rage, right? So right. this doc says that monsters aren't your problem. You're so angry. You're so like barely human, like a man possessed. Mm-hmm. Is that Sam's subconscious telling him that as a result of being touched by the race? Or is this the That's actual I didn't even
0: think about that for this scene at all. I didn't even cross my mind. Oh, <laughs>
1: hate it. Stupid. All right. So the doctor Uh, basically says you can have a second chance and you can go to the day room. But if you fuck up anymore, you're going to go to the place for the violent violent people.
0: Yeah. And then Sam goes to the day room and walks up to Dean. And Dean, this is a hallucination, we realize. But in Sam hallucinates that Dean tells him that the problem wasn't demon blood. The problem was you. It was your lies and your arrogance. And at this point, Sam gets surrounded and circled, he imagines, he hallucinates, all the patients around him, calling him a freak, and they're closing in and kind of jostling him a bit. So he starts fucking swinging and is trying to hit them. Once again, violent outburst, but they aren't there. So the orderlies grab him and carry him away while Dean is sitting off in the corner whispering, what's happening? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I didn't like that part nope
1: nope Do- definitely nope nope and bummer, we are, we are bummer we are in bummer we're digging through yeah. Bummerland. we're in bummer but we're in bummer town we're about to go to okay. like the bummer republic alright so <laughs> Sam is just like so after all of this happens we see Martin is not he's sleeping but he's not sleeping well
0: poor Martin yeah poor Martin so Dean sneaks into Martin's room they're like look uh Sam's locked down. Things are going crazy. And um, and then Dean pieces together that crazy has to be one of the clues to the monster. <gasps> crazy
1: is a clue. Crazy, crazy is, a clue. is
0: a clue. Yes. And um, they're both kind of freaking out. But Dean's like, well, could the monster be making us crazy? Like infecting us somehow? If it's a wraith? Through venom, through touch, through saliva. <gasps> could it be Wendy? What? So, Martin and Dean are in the hall, and um, Dean is no longer able to step on the cracks in the tiles.
1: He can't. He has to. The, the, the cracks are going to break someone's back or something, but he can't step on them. But then Andy. we hear the scream. Oh, no.
0: And Wendy did. Or so Wendy, we think.
1: We think. Wendy's so, bleeding real bad. And the nurse is chowing down on her. Through her fucking wrist thing, I hate wrist fucking spikes. wrist thing. I hate the wrist spikes. spikes. I've hated them since they were in Buffy. I don't.
0: I don't know why they bother me, but
1: they fucking bother me. They gross.
0: Gross. I think I call it a creepy long pokey bone in her hand.
1: Okay, I just say spina thing.
0: Well, uh-huh. but so Nurse Foreman is the wraith. No. And Martin and Dean are going to try to fight her and Martin slashed her with silver and it like sizzles and burns her. So we know this is definitely her. For sure. For sure. Uh, her, her for sure. Yeah, for so sure.
1: Re- real, real Real. Okay.
0: Yeah. And, um, she, um, the nurse locks them in the room and Martin realizes that Wendy's still fucking alive.
1: Save mm. Wendy. Oh, we can save Wendy.
0: All right. So, To say the nurse, of course, the nurse goes and reports to the orderlies that the patients attacked her, and Martin's like, "Look, Dean, you have to kill the wraith," but Dean can't fucking see straight. Dean is like, gone, "Gon'sville, he's out. He is of on. It. He
1: is on the fifth head of acid. He is. His vision is not mm. good.
0: No, no. And so he's gonna try to do this, but um, yeah, it's it's not good. So." Martin's staying with Wendy and trying to take, you know, just distract the orderlies so Dean can get out and he's going to follow the trail of blood because he knows the wraith is bleeding.
1: So he follows that and then we cut to sam and sam is in this padded room and this is like the padded room of all padded rooms like everything is padded on the back Mm -hmm. it's it's padded on the floor and he's in this bed and he's just strapped to it and oh my god that's fucking terrifying so he is big old and also can sam like fit on a twin bed did they have to get like a bigger bed to fit jared (laughs) pedalecki
0: Probably. I mean, like, a twin XL is barely, like, big enough for someone, like, six foot-ish. So...
1: Yep, yep. I just picture, like, a twin head just, just hanging off old, like big his big old loose feet legs. Hanging
0: off. <laughs> <sighs> so, we we get... The nurse enters, and he is able to hear a reflection, and he knows that she's a Wraith, too, now. And, um... She's gonna talk, start talking shit, because she's gonna monologue now, because she's a bad guy. That's what you do. You're evil. You monologue. Yeah. i just, she's going to go off about how easy it was with the, as far as them being hunters and, um, she only needed to touch them to make them crazy. And this place To be fair, she's
1: not wrong. They came into oh, like no. a mental hospital that she's hunting and then c- clearly were hunters and just, yeah. And announce themselves as yeah. hunters. Like, of course yeah. they'd be like, duh, all right. Thank you. Thank you, sir. And she also does say that crazy brains, once you're getting you know, better tasting once they're soaked yeah. in all our hormones, like that you get excited, like dopamine, dopamine adrenaline, adrenaline. Doesn't adrenaline, answer what a yeah. soul tastes like, but at least like apparently crazy
0: but, brains which, are delicious, apparently.
1: But I mean it's weird, like if you're hunting. Like adrenaline and things pumping through her blood, like go, like makes your meat not taste good. So I don't know. I think she's wrong. Interesting. I don't know. But are if you, you've but ever that's brains, tasted,
0: that's different. Yeah, I
1: don't know. If you've ever sucked brain on brain juice. juice and you've had you've done the taste test between a not scared person and a real sca- and a, a scared person, let us know. Slide into our DM so we can report you to federal authorities. But let <sighs> us know first. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like you know, help with our curiosity, and then we'll report you. Um, But I think one of her biggest, like, part of her monologue that's the most like key here is that she says she, I don't make crazy; I just crank up what's there. You build your hell; I give you the Legos. So, like you were talking about a minute ago, it really just she didn't make them crazy; she just took whatever little bit of crazy they had and just like fucking amplified it. So that's like Dean's fear or. Dean's fear of not being able to trust himself and and have confidence and things like that, Um, Sam's fear of um, being able to um, you know control his anger and and give himself like that kind of stuff. I'm being called and it's a freak. Yeah, it's because that, that came mm-hmm. out again.
1: Of course oh, it yeah. did.
0: But so, also, oh, it's
1: yeah. But I think it's also a theme that's come up before where uh-huh. you know, it may not be this. It may be oh, I don't make you sin or I don't make you do this you're just a human and as a monster all I'm doing is just letting you be who what an, what a human wants to be so right. always what you want to do
0: anyways I'm just giving you an out to do it yeah,
1: yeah. Well, so but you know the rest thing's gonna come back out and then we have yeah. determined Dean coming in and determined Dean is determined
0: he's very determined but he is struggle busting um and so Dean, he, she's like, you think this is going to end well? And he's like, no. But anyways, so they get in a big fight. As you do. Uh, and she's going to brain stab him. But this made me want to gag too. He grabs it's worse. It's worse. the bone hand thingy it and breaks he it. breaks it breaks it it breaks it off Ugh. why is this so what? bad why is i
1: and that's what i don't, I don't understand so why is it so visceral because it's just a and you know it's prosthetic you know this thing doesn't exist it's not but the breaking of it hurts you like it feels <sighs> like a breaking of like a forearm or something <sighs> but or like, oh, oh, maybe it's like, you know, like breaking of like a, like a, like a nail, like a, t- like a toenail or a fingernail or something a that, a or tooth. tooth. Oh, like, yeah, like Ugh. that external part of you that when you break, oh, oh, I just went to toothy broken. Oh, God, no. Moving on. We have to move on. I'm melting. I'm melting down. Just like, just like the doctor. <laughs>
0: And then he so Dean's able to grab the slap to the silver weapon and stab her. There we go. Oof. And his world goes back into focus.
1: So I literally have that he stabs her in the chest and she melts on down. So <laughs> I was melting uh, down like the doctor. And then her down. is it is it venom? What would you
0: Is that venom? No. I mean I guess that's a form of venom. Hmm. Hmm. But it goes away. Oh, well, I guess goes away okay. with her
1: So the analogy would be like a toad, right? Like so, like this is where my brain went. So, like if you're licking a toad, like a poisonous toad, yeah. like, So if you're licking the thing on the outside of the toad, is that venom? I don't know.
0: I, don't know. I think that's poison on the outside and venom at the. I don't
1: know. Venom. Oh, fuck. Okay. If if you've ever licked a toad, there. Nope. Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right oh, so her so name so or neither. whatever the fuck we call this it's, as ward yeah
0: her influence i don't know um yeah and they're back to normal ish normal for them
1: as normal as anybody can be who started the apocalypse right right so exactly yeah they ask you to the look, alarm are, the alarm goes off go ahead
0: and they're and they are hauling ass. There is not much security at this hospital, and they are definitely just running to the car in their shrubs. They didn't even get their personal effects back. Like, how? Oh, well,
1: also, I mean, I guess this is a non-violent offender hospital, and you should still have things, you know, so your patients cannot wander off because they are not. Well, for ha- safety, that's what I mean. I guess they
0: have the doctor's keys, right? So they were able to get out that way. Fair. So they get to they get to baby. Yay. And Sam stops. And he's like, you know, the Wraith was right about one thing. He's like, what right, are right, you right, talking no. Before about-
1: we get to the serious part, we do get a oh. knock on Tom Cruise and Scientology. And I always take the chance oh. to knock Scientology oh. and Tom Cruise yeah. when I get a chance. Yeah. And Dean yes. says, I guess Tom Cruise was right. Shrinks suck. And so while that may oh. seem like an applause to Tom Cruise, it's also a knock on you for being... Not Scientology. Bam. All right. So now we get the serious part.
0: And Dean's like, I want drinks. I want to hit the road and have drinks. That's what I want. I don't want to talk about this shit. And Sam's like, no, she was right about how angry I am. I can feel it inside me. I'm mad all the time. I don't know why. And all I can think of is Harry Potter going, I'm so angry all the time. I'm so angry. Um, Oh it's sad. But also there
1: is a point of what were you what was sam gonna do about this was he gonna go check himself into the mental hospital the one where i know that's killed, what i was like wondering i was like, like you just fuck? killed somebody in there you can't like go back he in go back. and be mm-hmm. like I was, you end up like in the on death row for that sam you can't just go back even, even if you have the feels but shrink dean gives like i think as a non-medical expert probably the best advice anybody could give you for dealing with your mental health which is sure. you're just gonna take all that crap and you're gonna bury it you're gonna forget about it because that's how we keep going that's how we don't end up like martin are you with me
0: with you that's it
1: well I mean, it takes no, I Sam a say, minute to be like uh does, like,
0: fuck like oh shit Filing, processing, 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 taking it all into a little ball and shoving it back down inside. Okay, I'm with you. Um, and they drive away. I, I will say, I think uh, it, the one thing that is a point that Dean is making here is they are in, you know, in crisis. I would absolutely argue that he is 100 percent right. In a crisis situation, you don't process the things that are happening, or in like a wartime situation which arguably they're kind of in a war you don't well, have they're emotion-
1: definitely like they are in
0: a right. war no. this is yeah you don't take the time to emotionally process things that's the, that's not what that time is for you take care of what you have to you keep going and then afterwards then you take all that bullshit and have to process it but it's not the time to do that when you're in the middle of it wait wait
1: was the second step Never mind. Oh yeah. See, I get the first part. Like, I'm so yeah. down with that. You compartmentalize. The you put a thing so you can processing. deal. So you can get pe- what? what? What is that? Process drinking? Is that what? Is that what you said? That's what I heard. Exactly.
0: Like, <gasps> yeah. So are not I think there were some really professional <laughs> no. this is This mental
1: health advice. Please actually seek help from
0: professionals. Like no, I it was, you know, it was like <laughs> Yeah. Hey, you know, uh this is this is our escape uh this show. Um so I think there were some really like funny parts to this episode, but some also like stressful parts. I like, guess a very Do like, we want to uh, oh, sorry, sorry,
1: do we do we wanna do casting couch before we go into yeah, wrap-up? Casting couch is the casting couch. Were
0: they on that show that time with that guy? La 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 Yeah do and do, do, do that before you wrap up. Sure, let's do it now. Um I've got casting couch and then we'll talk um about the episode a little more. Uh, right. so we've got some fun ones. Um Martin, creaser most importantly. It was played by John Grise, who was Uncle Rico in Napoleon Dynamite. He was also a driver in Men in Black, and he was a character named Roger on Lost. Um, Nurse Foreman was played by Lara Gilchrist. Uh, she's she was a character named Paula on Battlestar Galactica, and she's been in eight gazillion. Hallmark Christmas movies, and that's exact obviously not that many, but she's been in a lot.
1: How many is a gazillion?
0: I don't know. She was in a lot, though. I, I mean, I, I lost. Did count. you
1: Did you have any good names? Were there any? Oh,
0: I don't remember offhand. I'd have to look again.
1: Okay, well, um, we'll look some up and post them. I do. I do love the Hallmark Christmas movie name. They are always yeah. fantastic.
0: Uh, Doctor Fuller was played by Malcolm Stewart. He was Jim in the 1995 Jumanji film. A lot of Hallmark Christmas movies, also interestingly, and he was Francis Dupont in Riverdale. Uh, and then we have Doctor Cartwright, played by Michelle Harrison. Uh, she plays Nora slash Speed Force slash Joan in The Flash on CW. She had a bit parts in multiple of the Fifty Shades movies. And she's been in episodes of Magicians, V, Fringe, House, like a bunch of the shows that I follow and enjoy. Um, Then Ted was uh, played by Juan um, Rodinger, and he was Dodger in uh, Riverdale and Carlos in Narcos. Lastly on my list was our orderly Kevin O'Grady. He is Johnson in the current show Peacemaker. And um, Rhodes in the Day of the Dead TV series.
1: Did we get a Wendy?
0: I did not de- get a Wendy. Did I miss a Wendy? i
1: wanted to know if she actually was anybody. Who's someone that they I just she was out with. She,
0: nothing, nothing very, nothing particularly notable that <laughs> Can I. Can you imagine across. that no offense, being Wendy. like?
1: No offense, Wendy. Uh, we'll we'll get your name up there. But uh, I do kind of like. Well, I mean, even if that's the only acting job you had, it was like, oh, my acting career consisted of me making out with Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki. Oh, that's get so on terrible. you, girl.
0: right, yeah. right. Yeah, there's some episodes have a lot more people than others, so I try to. Key in.
1: Yeah, I, can, I, was just, but... I was just, I was just, just curious about the life
0: of Wendy. Wendy.
1: Wendy. But yeah,
0: so uh, that's all I got on casting. We've got um. Like we were saying, I think this episode has a lot of really like memorable, fun parts, and then it's also like, like the pudding thing is like, I, I mean, I knew that was classic supernatural, and I hadn't even seen the fucking episode, you know, just because it's I because it's I've cunning. worn
1: this shirt around you before,
0: <laughs> all that, and then you know, going to conventions and following the yeah. social media and things like that, you see jokes and references all the time. This and is very like,
1: much a canon joke. Not a, this is I'm in on the joke, guys. Now I am, but now you are, and it is yeah. a great joke. It is delightful. Yeah. It also, this episode sucks. Not in a. a it, it is a terrible writing. It's just yes, it is distressing. We were we went to the Bummer Republic, and in Bummer mm-hmm. Afghan, Bummerstan, Bummer Bummer is
0: Bummer. Damn
1: it, for- Bummer, Bummer stack again. No, nope, no, nope, not, not getting there. I don't know. But yeah. uh, so it's i think it's been like like i said it touches on realistic human fears which is to me right. always greater than than even the morality stuff and maybe that's because you know, i feel like i have a good handle on reality for the most part you know morality not reality <laughs> but i don't feel like if you don't have a good handle on reality you won't know because that's the that's the paradox right you right
0: yeah, for sure. No, it's, it's definitely, I think, a, a, a good, this episode did a good job capturing and documenting real a magnification of real fears that people have and kind of losing it about those. I think that was really a big part of it. And But it also, if you take away the, you know, take yourself out of the episode and look at the characters and how it really shed it didn't shed anything new new about them but it forced them to see something about themselves i think that they may not have otherwise um so i thought that was interesting um,
1: i'm sorry i'm still so laughing at if you take yourself out of this episode i'm like what supernatural is not about me what the fuck are you saying diana this is all about me
0: <laughs> Narciss- narcissist is schizophrenic but no. so but you know what i'm saying so i think it kind of like it's just but they which is because because they can't have characters that are that not self-aware for that long you have to have the characters have to have some a little bit more introspection at some point in time Then I'm not saying they haven't at all before, but I think it was a good development of that. As so, what was yeah? But what
1: was Dean's right? So Dean's is I've got the way of the world on my shoulders, right? Yeah,
0: but and it didn't change that. But at the same time, it made him acknowledge it. I thought.
1: Yeah, and Sam's was was that I'm just angry all the time and I don't know why.
0: Yeah, so now he knows that he's got to deal with being fucking angry all the time, or he's got to bottle that shit up until he has time to deal with it.
1: Yeah. Or you know there are meds for that Sam, or you know maybe actually, oh man, I don't want to be a hunt. I guess this they they did they explored this trope in Lucifer, but i I say, it's like I don't want to be the hunter psychiatrist.
0: Oh yes,
1: but it would still also be
0: Lucifer. a good spinoff.
1: Oh, yeah. Take take that Can from we- me, CW, and pay me. I
0: like it. I like it.
1: So. Anything yeah. else on this episode we need to touch on, or are we good to go to Cheers? Wraiths it? are gross. That's
0: what Wraiths
1: I got. are fucking gross. So are wrist. Oddly, so are wrist things. But who knew? Who knew? All right. Cheers, jerk. Cheers, bitch. Devil's Trap Podcast is a don't get it production. Meow
0: devil's trap podcast is part of the ship it studio podcast network thanks for listening to this week's episode of devil's trap podcast you can follow us on instagram at devil's trap podcast twitter at devil's trap pod or you can email us at devil's trap at devil's podcast.com don't forget to subscribe leave reviews and share with all your friends we're at all your favorite podcast outlets and at devil's trap podcast.com i'm babe thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time